0: Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of the Friendship Rewind, where I look back through every episode of the animated series, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. I am your host, Alex Inman, and today we finish off the first 10 episodes of the show with an episode that is just plain fun. You know, previous episodes of the show so far have had big character-building moments or really important lessons for kids to learn. This episode is just really fun, doesn't have that hard-hitting of a lesson, and is just having fun with its own wackiness. And this wackiness is brought to you by an all-new writer, M.A. Larson, or Mitch Larson as he was known on the shows he worked on before this, which includes a couple episodes of Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, see a pattern here? My Gym Partner's a Monkey, Kick Batowski on Disney, the very underrated Symbionic Titan, The Adventures of Chuck and Friends, can't forget The Adventures of Chuck and Friends, and even had a story credit on one episode of Gravity Falls. Now, the reason why he was credited by his initials in French Biz Magic is because, and this is true, his agent told him to use his initials because they believed if he had his name attached to French Biz Magic, it would be damaging to his career. Which in hindsight is pretty insulting because not only will Mitch go on to be one of the best early writers of Friendship is Magic, he will also write an older children's book series set in the Grimm's fairy tale world titled Pennyroyal Academy, which got picked up by actress Reese Witherspoon's production company and is currently in development for a series or a movie and be head writer on Friendship is Magic creator Lauren Faust's current show, DC Superhero Girls, where he uses his initials on his credits to this very day because, ironically, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic is the thing in his career that he is most known for. So with introductions out of the way, let's get into the episode, which starts with Fluttershy picking flowers in preparation for a visit by Princess Celestia to Ponyville. An unfamiliar sound from behind a rock startles Fluttershy, and from behind the rock comes a small, ball-shaped flying creature with big, adorable eyes and tiny, tiny little legs to make it look even more adorable. And it also makes an adorable sound. Fluttershy is immediately taken by the adorableness of the creature and offers it an apple when it appears to be hungry. The creature instead eats the entire barrel of apples next to her, which does not immediately raise red flags for Fluttershy. She instead thinks that it's the cutest thing ever and lets it burrow in her hair before trotting off into town. Meanwhile, in the park, Twilight walks around looking at all the decorations for Celestia's visit and takes notice of the banner being put up, which reads, Welcome Princess Celeste. The I and the A at the end of Princess Celestia's name is missing. The writer of the banner only offers the pitiful excuse of, Which is not a good excuse at all, because if you're intending to write Welcome Princess Celestia, you're going to make enough room on that banner to write the entire thing, right? Twilight then makes her way to Sugarcube Corner, where Pinkie Pie is taste-testing all the sweets for Celestia, meaning she's eating entire baked goods meant for Celestia. And that's when Fluttershy comes in to show her friends the creature she found, but in addition to that one creature there are two more of similar colors that come out of her mane. And while Fluttershy isn't sure where these additional two creatures came from while being in her mane, and Twilight being taken by the cuteness, Pinkie Pie reacts to the creatures in a very Pinkie Pie way. Kitty? Now I gotta go find a trombone! With the sudden knowledge that Pinkie Pie has of the creature and the immediate action she takes, you can kind of see where this is going by the end. Twilight then takes one of the new creatures that Fluttershy offers, and then moves on to Rarity's shop slash house, where Rainbow Dash is helping her model a very regal outfit that Rainbow Dash is not happy to wear at all. The two soon take notice of Twilight's new companion, and what do you know, that one companion has multiplied two more into three. Rarity and Rainbow Dash each take one, and while they're fawning over the cute little things, Pinkie Pie comes in looking for an accordion, and is disgusted that her friends won't listen to her. Night falls, and Twilight is stressing about the preparations for the party, of course, but she does get to bed, and wakes up to find that the creatures have multiplied like crazy. so i gave him a snack, but i have no idea where these others came from we then get two more scenes with rainbow dash waking up to a bunch of Parasprites, and rarity finding out that they make great shop assistants however she is the one who witnesses how the Parasprites reproduce which is spitting out a gross sticky looking substance that somehow forms into a Parasprite, and so she is immediately disgusted and wants them all to die Twilight, Rarity, and Rainbow Dash then meet up at Fluttershy's house hoping that she can solve this problem only to find that her house is completely overrun with Parasprites. And at this point, if you're getting flashes to original series Star Trek, that's actually intentional because Lauren Faust, the creator, is a big Star Trek nerd and during the development of this episode, the parallels between the Parasprites and the Tribbles could not be ignored and they just went with it while observing the seemingly uncontrollable masses of little creatures twilight has this really funny vision that celestia will show up and then she will be taken away into the sky by a cloud of parasprites, and it's really funny But the six friends resolve to get rid of all the Parasprites, and with Applejack's help, they seemingly round up every Parasprite that there is into a ball, and then roll it out into the Everfree Forest. Unfortunately, Fluttershy, bless her heart, kept one Parasprite in her house, and so by the time they get back, the infestation has gone all the way back up again. So, for their next plan, Rainbow Dash uses her weather skills to create a tornado and scoop up all of the Parasprites, and it does work, but then Pinkie Pie comes by with some symbols because she has been continuously gathering up instruments throughout this episode, and they get caught up in the tornado, which trips up Rainbow Dash and causes the tornado to get out of control and dump all of the Parasprites out into Ponyville proper. So now the Parasprites are in the town and eating all the food that's in sight. And then Twilight has the idea to cast a spell to make them stop eating all the food. However, magic is operating in a literal sense. So while the Parasprites no longer eat food, they now eat everything but food. So that is benches, signs, light poles, even entire carts except the food in them. They also get into Rarity's shop and eat up all of her dresses to her grave shock. And they even go out and eat the entire big barn on the Apple family farm. Twilight quickly brings a Parasprite to Zakora's hut to see if she can do anything at all, but Zakora cannot. Oh monster of so little size, is that a Parasprite before my eyes? Tales of crops and harvests consumed... If these creatures are in Ponyville, you're doomed. And so, with the situation now completely chaotic and out of control, Twilight hits her breaking point. Okay, here's the plan. Rainbow Dash, you distract them. Good! Everyone else, we need to build an exact copy of Ponyville right over there. We've got less than a minute! But then, from the distance, comes Twilight's savior. Like the Pied Piper of Ponyville, Pinkie Pie leads all of the Parasprites out of Ponyville with her big collection of instruments. And just in time, as Princess Celestia arrives outside of town, right as the Parasprites come hopping by. And then, to the great relief of Twilight and everyone else, Princess Celestia says that she can't stay because she has to go to Philadelphia to deal with an infestation of small creatures. Philadelphia, of course, being a play on the Pennsylvania city, Philadelphia... And, in a bit of development trivia, that was the location that Lauren wanted to use as the main setting of the show, but ultimately had to go with the mainstay of Ponyville. Princess Celestia asks for Twilight's friendship lesson in person, and Twilight learns that you should trust your friends and listen to them when they know what's going on, which is a lesson that Twilight's friends will not return in kind in later episodes. And so, once again, the day is saved, thanks to Pinkie Pie. Looking back on the episode now, it's kind of surprising about how just straightforward the episode is. There's no big character emotional moments. It's just great, wonderful chaos, which is what the show really prides itself on, that cartooniness and outlandish stuff. And so that's what I think about the episode, and I would, of course, love to hear what you think about it. You can tweet at me, at InmanAlex, I-N-M-A-N-A-L-E-X. Please keep leaving reviews and ratings and comments on whatever platform you're listening to The Friendship Rewind on. And you can listen to The Friendship Rewind on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, pretty much everywhere that you can listen to podcasts. There will not be full episodes for the next two weeks due to winter holidays and the new year, but I do have a little something I'm getting together to put up during those two weeks to bridge that gap. So, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy Christmas, happy Festivus, heartswarming, everything. Thank you everyone so much for listening, and I will be back with more of the Friendship Rewind.